Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Will Smith, Kanye West, Nicki Minaj, Tamar Braxton, Terrence Howard, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these messages. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I do the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Just tuning in, you're listening to the another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347 347- 637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, if you like us, please like our fan page. Just go to Facebook at www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Also, follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S entertain. And the number 1, you can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14 and on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy and hot 91 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I always like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there. Thank you again, once again, for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And again, if you got any comments you want to mention so far about what's going on, Call me. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. So how is everybody doing? It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. It's time for the latest in entertainment news. We weren't on air last week, but a lot of things has been going on since we wasn't on the air last week, like the passing of uh, actress Kelly Preston and uh, Naya Rivera. Uh, we lost those two great actresses. Also, uh, Kanye West is uh, always back in the news, uh, talking about he want to run for president. But uh, he had his first uh, conference in South Carolina, presidential uh, meeting, and uh, I guess you can say his um, little presidential run uh, in South Carolina where he was talking to people who were interested in voting for him. That was a total disaster, but why I'm not surprised. 
also this week we're going to be talking about Miss Nicki Minaj. She is expecting her first child, and she posted it on Instagram, and this is some of the most beautiful pictures since Beyonce, when she used to post pictures of her pregnancy. Also, uh, Tamar Braxton uh, was is in the news. We almost lost her last week. Apparently she had uh, did uh, some uh, Apparent, allegedly some kind of drug overdose or a alleged suicide attempt. We'll tell you what was might been the reason behind it. Also, uh, Terrence Howard is putting his retirement plans on hold because he's he he wants to direct a new TV series and he's very proud of it and that's why he said he's going to put his retirement. Uh, off a little while longer And of course Will Smith uh, After Jada Pickett Smith Had uh, came out On her Red Table Talk About the alleged uh, Entanglement That she uses as quote With uh, R&B singer August Alsina Since he had did an interview With the Breakfast Club here in New York About that alleged affair And then the following week Jada and Will addressed it on her Red Table Talk show on Facebook. Now people are wondering how Will is doing, how he's handling it, and we'll be uh, talking about that. Um, But how is everybody doing? Uh, I hope you are safe and healthy where you are. There's still a pandemic out here. I know that a lot of countries are there. there haven't been that many cases or there haven't been that many people dying and there haven't been too many people that test positive. New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut are some of the few states here in the United States that are doing very, very well. We hadn't had a death. We hadn't had uh, any hospital admissions, and we ha- we had a c- couple of uh, people that that have test positive that r- raised a little bit. But so far, we're the only three states in the union that has the lowest rates, while the other parts of the country, like the South, Southwest, and West, our r- numbers are ra- going up high, and. Um, People are still refusing to wear masks. Uh, people wants to some in some parts of the country they want to start school, open schools up. They don't. Some of the local governments in these states don't want to follow guidelines. They don't want to take the look at the numbers. They don't want to follow science, where it's showing it's not safe. Children can have the the virus. Uh, they just the other day there was 85 babies, 85 babies in uh, a certain area in Texas that tested positive for the virus. 85, and this is coming from a state that was one of the first ones to open up early. Same thing with Florida, and now Trump, President Trump, is finally admitting that. Uh, we are it's 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 the numbers are troubling people are dying every day and uh, he finally put his tail between his legs and finally come to the, con- the grim conclusion that you've been telling people these lies and and falsehoods about this virus and now you're looking at the numbers and saying and but you know what this all has to do with politics because now his numbers are going down and Joe Biden, the Democratic presidential candidate, his numbers are going up. But uh, this is what is going on in our country. Hope, hopefully, wherever you are, 
the situations being under control. Uh, also, I also wanted to mention um, this week, uh, we were, we're talking about uh, like a couple of weeks ago, I had did the story about Jada Pickett-Smith, about the alleged entanglement she had with R&B singer uh, August Alcina. And Will Smith, everybody's wondering how Will Smith is taking it. You know, uh, he it's it's safe to say that 2020 has not been a great year for many people, and Will Smith is not an exception. However, rather than being depressed over it, he the actor decided to turn it into humor and shared it with his Instagram followers over the weekend. In a video shared on the photo-sharing platform on Sunday, July 19, Will could be seen talking with someone above him, telling his opponent to just drop the thing that he has been holding because Will wanted to help out too. However, the man was unwilling and asked the actor to just leave him be, to which Will declined, and in the end, when the man finally agreed, he threw the box. Will was not aware as the box hit him on the head. In other words, the man was holding a box on top of the roof of his house, and Will was just saying, you know, just hand it to me, give it to me. And at first he was hesitant, and then as Will turned away, that's when he decided to drop the box on his head. But it didn't hit him. It, it froze before it could hit him. Uh, many found that the post was funny, and they could relate to it, including Kevin Hart and Jamie Foxx. And some others, in the meantime, suspected that the whole entanglement drama involving him and Jada and August Alcina played a huge part in it. Uh, this is what um, some people had said on the gram. They said, uh, quote, love his sense of humor. Glad they were able to work through the entanglement and can laugh about it still. One other person commented saying, uh, quote, Uncle Phil should have been here to toss August out of the damn house. All of this would have been avoided, unquote. Now, the drama all started again after August admitted in the interview that he had an affair with Jada in the past, and even though her reps initially denied the claim, the actress confirmed it in the episode of Red Table Talk, and she said that she was in a lot of pain, she was broken, and she wanted to feel good. And she said it's been a long time since she felt good. And I was saying, you know, before that their relationship was getting a little rocky for a moment because they would, all of a sudden they were talking about they weren't wearing, wearing their wedding bands. They were talking about that they were, uh, they didn't want to use the term married couple anymore. There was rumor about that they were, uh, had an open marriage. And now we're seeing that it's coming to light what was really going on. So luckily uh, they have it, they can put it past them and move on and talk about it and just be grown about it, you know, you know, not shouting or screaming or being petty, but uh, they're able to move past it. Uh, social me- media, uh, speaking of August Alcina, uh, social media users are not here for his new song. And what's the name of the song? It's called Entanglement which feature Rick Ross. Now, attempting to cash in on his affair with Jada Pickett-Smith, the 27-year-old singer released a diss track aimed at the 48-year-old actress and her husband, Will Smith, over the weekend. In the song, August, do, he does mention some details of his sexual relationship with the actress. 
but people are not impressed with August's song, calling him petty and disrespectful for making a song about his entanglement with Will's wife. Kanye West. Wow. What can we say? Which, what can we say about him that hasn't been said? Right. He is now having second thoughts about joining the race to the White House this year and amid his rumored mental health issues. The rapper turned designer had hinted that he considered pushing back his presidential run to 2024 following his Twitter meltdown. This is what he tweeted and later deleted yesterday on Tuesday, July 21st. He said, Hash, uh, he said quote, 20, hashtag 2020 vision or maybe 24. I guess all black people are supposed to vote on Biden. He uh, he said whom he uh, recently slammed as not special before asking his followers, y'all want me to run or not? Nah? On the same day, uh, Kanye announced his new album, Dunda, which is the name of his uh, his late mother. It's called Dunda with Child, which is scheduled to be released this Friday, July 24th, along with the track list, Dunda with Child. And he's supposed to do uh, not only a new album, but a movie this Friday. This is what he wrote. Uh, and the accompanying image of the track list features... Holy Bible, a flip phone, keyboard, video game controllers, and an empty bottle. Now, Kanye sparked concerns about his mental health after he made a shocking revelation at his first rally in South Carolina on Sunday, July 19, that he and his wife, Kim Kardashian, considered aborting their first child north, though she eventually gave birth to her. He also sparked backlash for saying that Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. He later launched a Twitter rant in which he accused his wife Kim and mother-in-law Kris Jenner of trying to lock him up with a doctor. In a series of recent bizarre tweets, the 43-year-old star also claimed that he had been trying to, get this, to divorce Kim since her 2018 meeting with rapper Meek Mill. Now, this is what he said. Quote, I've been trying to get divorced since Kim met with Meek at the Warlord for prison reform. I got 200 more to go. This is what he tweeted yesterday. Despite what happened, the Yeezy design made it clear that he held no grudge toward Meek. He said that Meek is his man and was respectful and that he called Kim his dog and was out of line and that he uh, mentioned that he's worth $5 billion and more than that through Christ. And he also said, quote, but y'all ain't listened to MJ, and now you believe them, unquote. Kanye West, I don't care if he runs 2024 or 2028. This man is not stable enough or is capable of being the president of the United States. And I say that because mental illness is serious. It's, it's nothing to joke about. It's, it's nothing to play with. It's not even funny. You, you, you're rampant and raping, just like I knew he would. You're going off the rails. People came there to see, you know, what platform was he going to run on? What was the issues he was going to address? Instead, he's rampant and raving about almost 
having Kim abort their child. He's ramping and raving about uh, he uh, talking about that um, about Harriet Tubman wasn't uh, there to free the slave that she helped the slaves work for the I mean bizarre stuff, and I was not surprised. Now I say that he did this for a publicity stunt because he knew that his album and his movie was coming out. I mean, what else could it be? And now, since Trump ran on being a reality star, so-called incompetent businessman, everybody's making a mockery of the presidency. They're making a mockery of this position to lead the free world. Now everybody's going to come out of the woodwork saying, "Oh, I want to run for president. I want to run." They're not taking this is a joke to some people. I blame Donald Trump for that because it he, they they're making a mockery of this serious situation. Kanye West needs some serious help. Uh he talked about, "Oh, Kanye, uh, Kim might divorce him after he mentioned about this abortion thing, and she was a little upset and angry. I shouldn't say a lot, a little, a lot. And uh, like I said, we already have one person in the White House that's not stable. Why would we want another one in there? And I don't care. You know, a lot of people think because of their celebrity, being a celebrity put them in an advantage, but if you don't have a a reason why you want to run, if you're not addressing the issues, if you're not handling the uh, problems of racism in this country, the economic advantage for everyone, you know, all the issues that face the the problems that we have in this country, if you're not ready to address that and try to find some solutions, you don't need to run. And I don't care who you are, what celebrity you are, how much music you made, how many awards you won, how many odds, it don't matter. And people are not taking this as serious as it's supposed to be. Right now we have 18 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every Wednesday afternoon I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. Like us on Facebook. We have a fan page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. You can also follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S. Entertain, E-N-T-E-R-T-A-I-N, and the number one. Also, if you're here on BTR, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Uh, Nikki Minaj has confirmed she is expecting her first child. The rapper announced she was pregnant in uh, Monday, actually, Monday morning, July 20th, on her social media post. And this is what she captioned. She said, hashtag Pregger. And she captured a picture of her showing her baby bump. She previously sparked pregnancy speculation in early May when she tweeted, quote, no throwing up, but nausea and peeing nonstop. OMG, what do you think this means, guys? Minaj then teased she would be sharing a baby bump photo in a couple of months, adding that the world ain't ready yet. The Anaconda hitmaker has had motherhood on her mind for years, and back in 2014, she told Complex Magazine, quote, I fear I'll become so consumed with work that I'll forget to live my personal life to the fullest. 
if I'm done with my fifth album and I don't have a child by then, no matter how much money I have, I will be disappointed as a woman because I feel like I was put here to be a mother. She also added, I definitely will be married before I have my baby. I want to make sure I do it in that order. I always felt like that since I was young. My mother always put that in my head, unquote. Nicki Minaj and her baby father or husband, Kenneth Petty, wed in October 2019. And Tony Braxton uh, visited the Los Angeles medical facility where her sister Tamar is being treated for a parent overdose on Friday night. The 43-year-old singer was staying with her boyfriend, David Aldofeso, at the Ritz-Carlson Residency in Los Angeles, California, when she was rushed to the hospital after taking a concoction, concoction of alcohol and prescription pills. Now, this is according to the Blast. According to the report, the Braxton star is in stable condition but still unconscious and is currently under 24-hour watch at the hospital after what David believes was a possible suicide attempt. The Breathe Again hitmaker wore all black with a mask covering the majority of her face as she attended the facility and was photographed with David outside the hospital. We're talking about Tony, her sister. And following the shocking news, it was reported that Tamar allude to ending her life in a message sent to various family members on Thursday, hours prior to her hospitalization. In the message obtained by the black Tamar uh, laminated, she was a slave and suggested that the only way out of her situation was death. This is what she said. Um, this is what she wrote. She said, quote, I am a slave. I do not own my life, my stories, my pictures, my thoughts or beliefs. I asked my massa to free me. I'm threatened. I'm punished for it. The only way I see out is death. I will choose that before I continue to live like this. Please help me. She ended was followed by a prayer emoji. Now the message was a screenshot Tamar had allegedly taken of a drafted tweet that she never published to her Twitter. However, she did publicly change her name on Twitter to Tamar Slave Braxton amid a reported ongoing contract dispute with WeTV over her new reality show Get Your Life. Um. I don't know what's going on with Tamar. I mean, I thought she everything was going good with her. She had a new man in her life. Her son is getting healthy, bigger and stronger and healthier. She had did a reality show for VH1 uh, with um, Michelle Obama's hairdresser. I can't think of his name at the top of my head. And now she has her own reality TV show called Get Your Life on WeTV. And, you know, they have been showing the actual clip to the upcoming reality show where she's going off, She's um, things are not going right, she's, uh, you know, she's getting upset. So we have to see. We just hope and pray she's doing okay. And she's supposed to be, she said she was going to come out of retirement. She said she was going to make some new music. I don't want Tamar to be like a, a Phyllis Hyman, even though the situation is different. But Phyllis Hyman had committed suicide, and she was one of the best singers out there. Tamar is a great singer, and we don't want her to end up going out like that, you know. Um, Terrence 
Howard, speaking of retirement, he has delayed his retirement plans after signing on the star in and direct a new TV series titled Delta Blues. The Empire star announced his retirement from acting in September of 2019, noting he intended to step away from the screen after the conclusion of the hit series, but he appeared to have changed his mind thanks to a great pilot script. Now, Howard tells Deadline, quote, I was done, but I'm putting retirement on hold to tell this story, unquote. Now, Terrence will mark his directorial debut with the one-hour television pilot based on the life of W.C. Handy, who is widely considered the godfather of blues music. The show centers around Handy's role in music history, starting off in the Mississippi Delta, where the blue legend left his fable Mahara minstrel show to pursue a solo career after partnering with Masonic group, uh, the Masonic group, the Knights of Pythias. Uh, Howard did explain that the story is about the history, and uh, he wants to handle it very carefully. And he said, quote, I am committed to telling the truth of the times, even the uncomfortable truth, unquote. The film that landed Scarlett Johansson in hot water for taking on the role of a trans man is set to be developed as a TV series by writer Our Lady J. Johansson made headlines in 2018 after initially defending her casting in Rubber Tug against criticism the role of Dante Tex Gill, a trans man and 1970 gangster who ran an illicit message par- a massage parlor, actually, a massage parlor empire in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, should have gone to a cisgender actor. Now, the Avengers star later quit the project, which at the time was to be directed by Rupert Sanders. Now the project has been given a new life with bosses at New Reg, uh, Regency, Reg, Regency. I'm sorry, New Regency announcing that the Emmy nominee, Our Lady J, who had worked on Pose and Transparent, is set to pin the pilot episode of a new series. While there has been no casting news announced, Our Lady J has released a statement noting that the producer will be seeking a trans actor for the role. After stepping down from the role of Tex Gill, Johansson told Out Magazine the drama has served as a life lesson for her. And former Glee star Iqbal Aziba and Dot Jones paid a visit to the Naya Rivera Memorial that has been set up at Lake Peru. The actress was found dead in the waters of the lake in Ventura County, California, on July 13, five days after she went missing during a boating trip with her four-year-old son, Josie, who was found asleep on the boat without his mom. A memorial has been set up by the cove where the body of the actress was discovered with Siba, who played Principal Fegans on the Fox series, and Coach uh, Bestie's actress, Dot Jones, both attending the site. Siba posted a video of the memorial on his Twitter account showing the pair along with Brad Ellis, who played the Glee Club pianist Brad, paying their respects. He wrote, quote, went to see her with my friend, Dot Marie Jones and Brad Ellis Piano, along with the star's name, surrounded by red heart emojis. Dot recently opened up on her experience of attending the lake with cast members from the show before the body was recovered and emotionally shared her belief that the late Corey Monteith, who played Finn Hudson in Glee, helped with the recovery mission, which took place on the seventh anniversary of his death. It was the seventh anniversary of his death to, of that day when they found uh, when they were at the lake to um, to while they were looking for Naya. 
Uh, Rivera fans are organizing a candlelight vigil for the late actress on the banks of the lake that claimed her life, and the gathering is slated for August the 1st. And Big Sean has been receiving a lot of criticism ever since he had been confirmed that Naya Rivera passed away in the drowning accident. Many people are attacking the rapper over his infamous diss track against the late actress. Uh, Remember the song, I Don't F With You, that he released back in 2015, with some urging him to delete the song from all streaming platforms. Uh, one person said, quote, I really hope you feel like the awful person you are for making that horror song about her. Meanwhile, another one told him to retire the song, I Don't F You. And there was also an individual who wrote, quote, I know now you think twice before writing someone's hurtful, writing a hurtful song. Now, even though Big Sean has not addressed anything, not a few have come to his defense and pointed out that Naya's death has nothing to do with Big Sean and that he probably just as sad as the others. Um, some people said that uh, that they were disgusted that people actually uh, were coming after Sean for a song that he made six, seven years ago instead of mourning her. And one person urged others to mourn Naya's death instead of attacking uh, Big Sean. Uh, again, Naya passed away after she went missing in Lake Peru, Peru uh, where she and her son Josie rented a platoon boat, and her body was found after five days of searching. Her family did issue a statement regarding her death, thanking those who offered their prayers and support while they were searching for her body, and they also thanked the men and women of the Ventura, Tular, and San Luis Obispo County Sheriff's Department, her friends, colleagues, and fans for their continuous support. And to conclude that lengthy statement, her family requests that their privacy be respected during the very difficult time. Uh, right now we have here uh, 29 minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about Mr. Nick Cannon. Uh, last week, he uh, said some things that caused some anti-Semitic things that caused him his Wild Out show and his other uh, his radio show as well. But um, we're going to tell you what Nick Cannon is doing about it. Did he apologize? That's going to be coming up. Uh, Beyonce has unveiled the all-star trailer for her upcoming visual album, Black is King. And I'll tell you some of the superstars that's going to be a part of that video album. Also, Julia Roberts and Denzel Washington are going to re-team on screen for the first time in nearly 30 years after they did the movie Pelican Breed. Well, they're thinking about teaming up again for another movie called Leave the World Behind. And Idris Elba is getting ready to receive one of British, uh, one of Britain's uh, top uh, highest honor at a ceremony later this month at the British Academy of Film and Television Art. I'll tell you what that is. And Robert Downey Jr. and Vin Diesel are going to get ready to premiere their movies in China. Uh, they're supposed to be reopening next week. And. Uh, Vince Vaughn and uh, Owen Wilson might be uh, doing a sequel to Wedding Crashers. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
Right now we got 23 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from the weekend featuring Doja Cat and In Your Eyes. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you that Nick Cannon's new daytime talk show has been shelved following the anti-Semitism Semitic controversy that cost him his TV gig at Viacom CBS last week. The TV and radio personality was fired after making controversial remarks during a Canon class podcast chat with public enemy rapper Professor Griff, but he won't be losing his job as the host of hit TV show The Masked Singer. As And uh, now the co-producers of the upcoming talk show at Liongate's uh, Deadmar Mercury, they have confirmed they are standing by Cannon, but his syndicated daytime program, which was scheduled to debut in September of 2020, will now launch at the end of next year, 2021. A production company spokesman 
revealed that executives are happy with the apology that Nick made on Thursday, stating, quote, after conversation with Nick, we do believe that his public comments don't reflect his true feelings and his apology is heartfelt and sincere. We want to continue the healing process as he meet with leaders of the Jewish community and engage in a dialogue with our distribution partners to hear their views. We are standing by Nick and I hope that by fall of 2021, he will be able to use his extraordinary talent and platform to entertain, enlighten, and unite his audience on the Nick Cannon talk show, unquote. Now, uh, CBS Viacon did fire Nick, and uh, he uh, no longer has uh, Wild and Out, but Nick Cannon is trying to uh, I, he's trying to win over the rights to the title of the show Wild and Out, and uh, P Diddy actually reached out to him saying that uh, we can we can uh, put Wild and Out on his uh, on Revolt. That's the uh, TV uh, broadcast uh, program that's owned by P Diddy. And uh, it's black-owned, you know, PD owns it, and he said he would like to have Wild and Out on his uh, network, Revolt. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Beyonce has unveiled an all-star trailer for her upcoming visual album, Black is King. It features her husband, Jay-Z, supermodel Naomi Campbell, and Oscar winner Lapita Nyong'o. The teaser for the Disney Plus project, based on the singer's The Lion King 2019 album, The Gift, also features Beyonce longtime pal and former Destiny Child bandmate Kelly Rowland, Pharrell Williams, and her mom, Tina Knowles Larson. The film, which will premiere globally on streaming services Disney Plus on July 31st, Reimagine the lessons from the 2019 blockbuster for today's young kings and queens in search of their own crown, and this is according to Disney's press release. Black is King includes full-length videos for the songs Already, Brown Skin Girl, Move Forever, and My Power, which features in the new trailer. Beyonce is credited as writer, director, and executive producer on Black is King. Julia Roberts and Denzel Washington will re-team on screen for the first time in nearly 30 years for Leave the World Behind. The stars last co-starred with each other in the 1993 legal thriller The Pelican Brief, and now they will lead the cast of a new Netflix film based on an oncoming, upcoming novel by Ruman Alam. Now, Sam Esmail has signed on to direct Leave the World Behind, marking the second time he has worked with Oscar winner Roberts, for the Mr. Robot creator, and Julia teamed up for her hit Amazon series, Homecoming. Leave the World Behind, which focused on a clash between two separate families occupying the same country house while the world crumbles around them, will be published by HarperCollins publishing imprint Echo in the uh, fall. Deadline sources claim that Netflix bosses won a bidding war for the rights to the book against 10 other companies, including Apple and MGM, with a seven-figure deal. 
Idris Elba is getting ready to receive one of the British Academy of Film and Television Arts highest honors at a ceremony later this month, July 31st to be exact. The Wire and Luther star will be recognized for championing diversity and new talents with the BAFTA Special Award for Television. Previous recipients have included television personality and singer Scylla Black and comedian actor Sir Lenny Henry. Amanda Berry, BAFTA's chief executive, said that Idris Elba is a driving force for champion diversity, ensuring talented people from all backgrounds achieve their potential. They said, quote, we're delighted to recognize Idris and his outstanding work at this year's ceremony, unquote. Robert Downey Jr.'s Dr. Doolittle and Bloodshot star Vince Diesel will be among the films premiering in China when Cinema there reopens next week. There will be the first new release, Hollywood title, to hit the Chinese market since movie theaters closed in January due to the COVID-19 crisis. Dr. Doolittle has grossed $223.3 million globally, and this is according to Deadline, while Bloodshot, which was released in the U.S., cinemas just before the shutdown there has grossed just over $29 million. Sam Mendes 1917 is scheduled to open in Chinese theater the following Friday, July 31st. Among the safety guidelines imposed as Chinese cinema reopen next week are no concession stands, temperature scan of all audience members, and mandatory masks throughout the entire show, plus all auditoriums must be at under 30% capacity. And that reopening is supposed to be happen uh, July 24th, which is this Friday. Filmmaker David Dobkin is still holding out hope to one day reunite with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson and make a long-awaited sequel to their Wedding Crasher hit. The director previously floated the idea of revisiting the 2005 comedy for a funny follow-up after it became a box office success, but he and his leading men eventually decided against the project. However, Dobkin hasn't completely dismissed the thought, and now so much time has passed, he has a potential plot that could work. The director has even been toying around with a screenplay for the proposed sequel, and he's hopeful it's something he can eventually make with Vaughn and Wilson, although he warned fans not to expect any t- anything anytime soon. The director has even been toying around with a screenplay for the proposed sequel, and he's hopeful if it's something he can eventually make with Vaughn and Wilson, although he warned fans not to expect it real anytime soon. So we'll, we'll see. And the classic Cadillac Coupe de Ville, Brad Pitt's stuntman character drove around in Tinseltown in Quentin Tarantino's film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, is expected to fetch 55000 at an upcoming prop auction. The car is among the special items up for grabs at the prop store sale alongside Will Ferrell's suit from Anchorman, legendary filmmaker Alfred Hitchcock Vertigo camera, and one of the three helmets that Tom Cruise wore as Maverick in Top Gun. The headgear is expected to go under the hammer for between fifty and 70000 The auction will take place on August 26 and 27, 2020. Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans' new movie, The Gray Man, will be the most expensive project ever commissioned by Netflix. 
executives. Bosses at the streaming site has given Avengers Endgame directors Joe and Anthony Russo over $200 million to make the film, and this is according to Deadline. The story is based on Mark Greeny's 2009 novel about a freelance assassin and former CIA operative on the run. Gosling will play the trained killer, with Evans portraying his former CIA colleague trying to track him down. Now, the Russo brothers hope to start production in Los Angeles in January of 2021, and if the film is a hit, there are plans for a franchise with Gosling reprising his character. And Wendy Williams will soon be returning for new seasons of the Wendy Williams Show. The 56-year-old talk show host announced on Tuesday, July 21st, that the Wendy Williams Show will return to air in September. Wendy wrote in her Instagram post that she's so excited to bring you the funny, silly, glamour, and hopefully brighten your day during these crazy times that we're all living in, even if it's just for an hour. She also went on to say that she missed her audience and she can't wait to get back in the purple chair and show you what she did to the set. And she ended, I love you for watching. It arrives after Deadline reported on Monday that New York entered phase four of its reopening plans. It was said that the plan included restrictions on capacity, crew, and who is allowed on set amid coronavirus pandemic. Now, prior to this, a spokesperson for the Wendy Williams show told People that the talk show would not be returning to air until it could go back into production in the studio. A spokesperson shared that the goal is to be back in studio as soon as they are allowed. If that is delayed until later in the year, they might have to revisit the home shows. In an Instagram post in June, she greeted her fans from home in addition to giving them updates on her show in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. And new faces will be coming to the upcoming season of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. According to a new report, actress Drew Sedora and Canadian YouTube star Latoya Ali will be joining other cast members in season 13 of the hit Bravo reality series. Multiple reports claim that before officially coming on board for the new season, the That So Raven star has been talked about as a possible housewife in the past. Her credits include Step Up and 2013 biopic Crazy Sexy Cool, the TLC story. Uh, Drew Sedora was the one that played T-Boss in the movie. Drew will be the second actress to appear on the show after Kim Fields. Kim, who starred in season seven of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, left the series one season to prioritize her acting and directing career. Um... Meanwhile, LaToya, who is also known as LaToya Forever, was first reported to join Real Housewives of Atlanta back in 2019. And at the time, a site claimed that the pregnant star filmed scenes for weeks with her friend and the show cast member Candy Burris. Now, Candy allegedly played a big role in getting the network to sign LaToya on as a housewife. LaToya is indeed a huge BFF with Candy. The Escape Singer was also featured in one of her videos, which was titled Interview, Candy Burris Spilled the Tea, where Candy talked about her sex dungeon. Right now we have here about uh, 12 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere.
that was the latest from uh, the Jonas Brothers featuring Kara G and X. Right now we have here uh, eight minutes left remaining in the show. Let me go real fast. And for the last remaining stories of the day, the coronavirus pandemic is said to be addressed during the forthcoming 17th season of Grey's Anatomy. Filming of the series, which follows a group of surgeons in Seattle, Washington, is currently on hold due to the global health crisis. But executive producer Krista Vernoff has revealed that when the show resumed production, the deadly disease will be addressed. Appearing as part of the Emmy virtual event, Quarant streaming, Comfort TV that keep us going. She confirmed writers will incorporate a COVID-19 storyline next season. She added that many of the stories she had read illustrating what medical workers face on the front line of the virus have mirrored what the character of Owen Hunt, played by Kevin McKidd, has faced as a trauma surgeon and war veteran. Uh, also, uh, the premiere for Grey's Anatomy Season 17 has yet to be announced. Little Mix new TV talent talent competition series has been green-lighted to go ahead as planned under strict coronavirus guidelines. Little Mix The Search will air on the BBC this autumn and feature the former The X Factor winners as they create and mentor bands. Bandmate Perry Edwards, Jade Thurwall, Jesse Nelson, and Leanne Pennock will serve as judges while comedian Chris Ramsey will host the program. The series will be filmed with strict coronavirus guidelines in place as the comp- uh, competing groups live to live together while working with voice coaches, songwriters, and producers. Rules include regular testing to make sure everyone is COVID-19, go COVID negative, regular hand washing, and sanitized communal areas. Kiki Palmer addressed rumors that her show Strayhand Sarah and Kiki was canceled because of her public support for the Black Lives Matter movement, calling such speculation dangerous. Uh, This is what Kiki said. She said, I wanted to speak on this simply because I hate the narrative that if you speak your mind as a black person, that you will will in some way be punished. This is what she wrote on her Instagram post this past Sunday in reference to a meme that read, quote, ain't it weird how Kiki Palmer was seen protesting and preaching to police about racism in our country, then ABC decides to cancel the show, unquote. Now, she said that uh, she... uh, the she the the 26-year-old uh, actress began appearing on the ABC daytime talk show Strahan and Sarah in 2019 filling in for both co-host Michael Strahan and Sarah Haynes on various occasions before she joined the show as an official co-host last August ABC pulled the show off the air in March, replacing it with Pandemic What You Need to Know, a daily coronavirus report hosted by Amy Robach. Though ABC has not announced whether Strahan, Sarah, and Kiki had officially been canceled, Page Six reported earlier this month that the show will be permanently taken off air. Um, Palmer was nominated for a Daytime Emmy Award in the Outstanding Entertainment Talk Show Host category in May. Rosario Dawson's new TV series, Briar Patch, has been canceled after just one season. The anthology series ended its first season on the Work in April, and now showrunner Andy Greenwald has confirmed the news it won't be back. Even though he known for months, he went on to urge fans to keep watching the show on demand, adding, quote, if enough people keep wa- uh, checking the show out, anything is possible, unquote. Briarpatch was critically acclaimed but failed to set the rating alight. 
Marvel's The Falcon and the Winter Soldier series has been bumped from its August 2020 debut on Disney+. Plus. Production on The Avengers and Captain Marvel spinoff starring Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie was one of the first major projects shut down as a result of the spread of the COVID-19 back in March. And there's still no date for a return, so Marvel bosses have opted to delay the launch indefinitely. The six-episode series will follow the events of last year's uh, 2019's Avenger Endgame, which featured Chris Evans, Steve Rogers' character, passing on the Captain America shield to his sidekick, played by Mackie. The series will also feature Daniel Brohl, Emily Van Camp, and Wyatt Russell. And director Ava DuVernay is set to launch an unscripted social experiment series titled Home Sweet Home. The 10-episode hour-long series set to air on NBC will center on two families who will switch places to experience cultural perspectives very different from their own. It will challenge participants to walk in the shoes of people from diverse racial, religious, economic, geographic, and gender backgrounds. The Selma filmmaker is also developing a Netflix series focused on the life of American football quarterback and activist Colin Kaepernick, which the pair will produce. Tiger King star Joe Exotic is returning to TV screens from behind bars in a new documentary special. Surviving Joe Exotic will feature a never-before-seen interview with the former Oklahoma zookeeper, originally filmed for the Wolves and Warriors docuseries on America's Animal Planet Network in 2018. The footage was shot just months before he was sentenced to serve 22 years in prison for a number of charges, including animal abuse and planning to have his rival animal rights activist, Carol Baskin, killed all by a hitman uh, in 2019. The upcoming show will feature the stories of a big cat rescued from his zoo, the Greater Winwood Exotic Animal Park, including partial blind tigers, Chrysis and Kadira, who had their vision restored with surgery after they were relocated to the exotic feline rescue center in Indiana. It will also include uh, chats with exotic former employees, such as uh, Safari, who lost an arm to one of his uh, boss tigers. And Monique... Actress and comedian Monique's discrimination lawsuit against Netflix is moving forward after a judge denied the streaming service request to dismiss her claims against them. The Oscar-winning star sued the streaming giant last year, alleging that an offer of $500,000 for a comedy special amounted to discrimination against a black woman because other stars received far greater sums for similar shows. Netflix retaliated and called Monique's lawsuit nonsensical because she named another African-American woman, Wanda Sykes, in her example of those who received bigger paydays than her. However, last uh, Thursday on July 16, a Los Angeles judge ruled that the lawsuit against Netflix could proceed. Monique didn't respond to Thursday news on her social media pages, but did address that the lawsuit on Instagram back in November when she wrote, quote, I had a chance to make, I could accept what I felt was paid discrimination, or I could stand up for those who came before me and those who will come after me. I chose to stand up, unquote. And former heavyweight boxing champion Mike Tyson is entering deadly waters for a shark week TV battle with a man-eater from the deep. The star will kick off America's Shark Week 2020 by fronting Tyson versus Jaws Rumble on the Reef. 
The showdown stunt will be hosted by legendary boxing announcer Michael Buffer. Tyson said in a statement, quote, I took on this challenge to overcome fear I still deal with in life. I equate this with overcoming my fear of getting back into the ring at 54 years of age, unquote. The tape event left a lasting impression on Tyson, who revealed the experience proved to be a spiritual one. The 32nd annual Shark Week kicks off on the, Disney, uh, on the Discovery Channel on August 9th and featured 20 hours of programming dedicated to the sea predators. And ABC didn't waste a long time to reveal that Tyra Banks will be taking over the hosting duties of Dancing with the Stars from OG host Tom Bergeron and co-host Aaron Andrews. Talking to Twitter last Wednesday, July 15, Tom and Aaron seemingly shared their reaction to the matter. Tom wrote, not long after Tyra was named as the new host of the show, in addition to serving as executive producer, this is what he tweeted. He said, quote, I guess I won't be getting back my monogram towels. And then Aaron apparently caught wind of the tweet and jokingly responded by saying, quote, you got towels, Tom, alongside a winking and a laughing emojis. Now, Tyra was named as the new host just one day after ABC confirmed Tom and Aaron's exit. Uh, it was reported that the former America got, America's Got Talent host, who was also used to host America's Next Top Model, was in talk with the Alphabet Network long before it was cutting ties with, Ty, uh, with Tom and Aaron. Uh, as for the upcoming season of Dancing with the Stars, there's still no detail about how Dancing with the Stars will proceed amid coronavirus pandemic. However, one of the certain things about the new season is that the Bachelor alum, Caitlin Bristow, will appear on the show. And um, and Ozzy Osbourne and uh, producer Andrew Waite, they have returned to the studio to create a second album. The heavy rocker has so much fun working with Waite on his 2020 comeback album, Ordinary Man, he has recruited the young knob Twiddler for his next release, which is already taking shape amid Ozzy Parkinson's disease battle, and this is according to his manager wife, Sharon Osborne. And during an appearance on Steve O's Wild Ride podcast, Sharon gave an update on her husband's health and career, stating, quote, he's starting his second album with Andrew Waite right now and you can't stop him he's doing it unquote and she insists if uh she insists her husband is still committed to completing the farewell tour he was unable to finish following a fall at his home that dislodged rods in his spine because he wants to end it his way well that's going to do it for me for this week tune in next time when we do it all over again you've been listening to that's entertainment I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb. Have a great week. Stay safe. Most importantly, wear your mask. It's not political. This is for the health and safe of you and everyone around you. And I will talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>